It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Thank you for being with us tonight. It's a rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I'm Angie Taylor. Bonsoir, our French romantic Simon. Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Comment ça va, Angie? I am very well. And how are you? I'm doing very good tonight. Très bon. Très bien. Très bien. Oui. Okay, so listen, I, you know, we are in the holiday season, and Simon, uh, we get a lot of calls um, needing advice on romance, dating, relationships, but this is a nationwide show. We are also on the iHeart app. You have family elsewhere and you want to send them a holiday message. Mm -hmm. We want to hear your messages. We'll play them on the air. It's like our long distance dedication. Okay, (laughs) We're Casey Kasem-ing it. But you know, it's hard if you've got um, family elsewhere. You can't be with them for the holidays. Leave a message at 855-905-8255. We would love to send a little love to your loved ones absolutely, um, on other places of the all corners of the earth. So Simon... Yes. You came in this evening saying, whoa, did I have a crazy phone call tonight? Yeah, I got a question, Angie, because um, earlier this evening, uh, a wonderful ex of mine called me from Paris. Have you ever heard that? A wonderful ex of mine. I don't know that most people refer to their exes as a wonderful ex. She is. She is a wonderful ex of mine. And she reached out to me. I haven't heard from her since August. Okay. And she called me saying, you know, asking me for advice about her daughter. She's a teen daughter. It's difficult. A single mom raising a daughter alone. Okay. And asked me all those questions. Okay. Well, I want to talk about exactly what that phone call was and if there's any other intentions. Because, you know. That's, that's my question. When an ex reaches out for help, do they really need help or are they or, really looking for something else? I need to tell you so you can tell me what you think. Okay, great. Well, let's talk about it. Um, Simon's Call, if you want to uh, comment or if you can relate in any way, 855-905-8255. More of The Rendezvous when we come back. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel walked in today, mm-hmm. um, and it looked like you had something to say. And then we find out you had a very interesting phone call. So let's tell the class what that was all about, because <laughs> I'm curious. So here's the call. I mean, Agatha called me earlier this evening. Your ex-girlfriend. My wonderful ex. Uh, from four years ago. Okay. And we stay in touch. So okay. about every six months we talk. You yeah, know, periodically. Check yeah, in. Last, uh-huh. Yes. And then, you know, she tells me about how difficult it is to raise a teenager who's 15. Her, she's a single mom raising that. Girl, uh, yeah. give Agatha my number. <laughs> Maybe I should trade war stories. Exactly, and then and then you know she says, "Ah, oh, you know how everything in Chicago." I said, "It's fantastic. We're having the time of our lives." She says, oh, I was thinking maybe, maybe this summer, you know, when time, you know, weather's better, I could come visit. I didn't. Was this all before she mentioned the problems? No, she, it was no. afterwards. After you know, we talk okay. about the things, and I, I gave her a few insights, and then I said to myself, "What is I, this really about? Yeah, is this about the daughter?" What do you think, Angie? Well, I'm sure she has, you know, like being a single mom is hard enough. Being a single mom to a teenage girl is very hard. I'm sure she does have those problems, whatever. Yeah. It sounds like there was more to it, though. It wasn't. It didn't just end with, can you give me advice? Can you help me figure this out? Okay, thanks for the advice. I'll talk to you soon. It was after the, can you give me advice? Hey, maybe I should come to Chicago. With my daughter. With my daughter and visit you. So I'm not saying that her... Um, problem isn't real, but it sounded like a, a bridge to go somewhere else. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's more behind it. It felt like that. Yeah. You're right, Angie. It, it felt like that. And, and so how much did you get involved? So so if you were me, Angie, you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. No. And right? you're friends. We're very good friends. So you're friends. So as with any friend, I would give advice when they need 
But because she's your ex, I would keep things at arm's length and not let her in too much if you don't want to sort of rekindle anything because it's very easy to fall for someone caring Mm -hmm. that's helping you through a hard time. True. It's the same reason people fall for their therapists because here's a listening, loving person who's giving you guidance in a time where you need it. It's easy to confuse those feelings, I think, especially because you have a history to fall right back in. True. So I would be careful if I were you. I wouldn't agree to getting together unless you want to. Do you want to? No, no. No. You I'm very happy with the, the friendship. Distance. Okay. Yeah, and, and what I've learned also is you cannot date long distance like across the and Atlantic she's in, Ocean. Yeah, she's in another country. In Paris. She's across an she's ocean. in Paris. So, no, you know, and I, I don't believe in going back too much to the past. So I think that uh, the evolution of dating is, is friendship. So that's where we are. But yeah. I'm glad you told me that just so I keep the right distance. Well, you can't uh, see the, the road. You can't see the road ahead of you if you're always walking backwards, right? So you have to walk forward. You have to. The road of love. You cannot find it by walking backwards. You're just going to keep bumping into things. But I want to hear uh, from everyone else, or maybe you've gone through something like Simon, the ex reaching out. How far do you go in helping an ex? Do you help at all? Do you go as far as they need you to go? Eight five five nine zero five eight two five five. We'll take your calls next on the Rendezvous. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Our French romantic Simon has a problem of his own tonight. Uh, an ex reaching out for help yes. from across the pond, uh, <laughs> yes. all the way from Paris, asking you for um, advice. Yes. And then suggesting, hey, maybe we get together. But I feel like there's a little more behind it. So I want to go to our caller, Simon, and see what they yeah. say. Um, 855-905-8255. Let's pick up the line. Thompsonville, Massachusetts here. Uh, listening on Mix 93.1, here is Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Bonjour. Hi, Angie. Hi, Simon. <laughs> what do you My have to say? Is, yeah, I think it's really awesome that you're giving your friend advice, but visiting is a totally different thing. And if she's going to bring her daughter as well and they're having issues, you might be signing up for more than you think. Right. What if the daughter sees how caring and loving you are in that environment and there's an attachment that that happens and then your ex sees this whole dynamic. It looks like a family. This could be great. You know what I mean? That's true. That's a good point. And I, I know her daughter. I mean, I, I know well and I like her a lot. You're not just talking about one person's feelings now. Right. You're talking, talking about, about two. That's right. And I, I didn't know and what to say to that. you traveled to Paris enough that she would know you know, that she could see you there. So the fact that she wants to pack up and buy tickets and all of that is a grand gesture. Don't you think, Aaron? Absolutely. It would be different if they were just doing like a college tour or there happened to be in the U.S. anyway. But just to come to see you, I think it's tricky. I wouldn't get involved. See, now you say that. Here comes the (laughs) University of Illinois application college tour. (laughs) The reason to come out. But hey, Aaron, I I mean, I think I think you're on to something, too. And, I, you know, you got to factor in the the teenager who's already going through enough as it is. Yeah. And that's a lot of emotions there. Aaron, thank you so much. Yeah, Thanks, Aaron. Appreciate the great advice. Yes. Thank you, guys. You take care. Have a good night. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, relationships, romance, Mm -hmm. and real here. Mm -hmm. And now we're getting into the holiday season, Simon, and a lot of people have been sending us emails regarding things for the holidays to Mm simonandangie.com asking for advice. If you would like some, please do the same. 
Or you can call us anytime, 855-905-8255. I want to get to an email, though, Simon. Okay. Um, And I think this is so relatable, especially with the state of the world today. Um, This one comes to us from Sarah. She's listening in Arlington Heights, Illinois, on 93.9 My FM. Mm -hmm. She says, hi, guys. I'm going to my boyfriend's family's house for Thanksgiving this year, and they love to talk about politics. The problem is they have completely opposing beliefs from me. And I don't know how long I can put up with them without saying something. I I got to bite my tongue. I'm afraid to go over there. <laughs> Do you have any advice? I mean, Simon, you know, everybody has their hot button topics at the dinner table. I had an idea for uh, the other show that I'm on that people should record their family fights at the dinner table this year. Because I think it would be kind of funny, as long as they're not like violent or crazy, to see like what other families fight about. But the politics... What are the rules? No politics. No religion. No religion. And, you know, like, don't bring up any source of personal source subjects like, you know, hey, Sally, you're 35. Are you ever going to get married? Like, that's not a good subject to bring up. So, Simon, I want to ask you when we come back from the break what your advice for Sarah would be in this situation. Going Mm -hmm. to the boyfriend's house. Here come the politics. I mean, I would literally have to wear a muzzle. Because I would be so, I'd be shaking at some point, I think. All right, more of The Rendezvous when we come back. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, all real, and the holidays. Mm, yes. But you know all the drama that comes with the holidays. Mm-hmm. Not just your romantic relationships, but families and all of that. Um, Simon, we got an email about that to simonandangie.com from Sarah mm-hmm. um, in Illinois saying, Hey, I'm going to my boyfriend's family's house for Thanksgiving, and they love to talk about politics, but we are on the complete opposite ends of the political spectrum. I don't know how I keep my mouth shut. What should I do? I know this is a, especially in today, you know, this day and age, I'm sure there are fists throwing around and food fights and whatever about the political thing. But let's say it's anything. It doesn't have to be just politics. How do you manage those conversations at the dinner table? It's a great question. Uh, and I think, Sarah, you still have to bite your tongue and you still have to respect the fact that it's your boyfriend's parents' home. And that uh, under their roof, they rule. So it's the courteous way to do things is to respect where you're going. And even if you disagree, you might say I disagree. But I would not get into a don't a, get involved. A, a something you know, like a confrontation with his parents. Mm-hmm. You have to be respectful. It's only a few hours, really. And we're there for giving thanks for our family well, and friends and our right. lives and whatever it is. Um, what if it's something else and it's a pointed question to you? For instance. Um, like my family has it's no holds barred they are just straight up they don't Mm -hmm. care about feelings there's one family member in particular Mm -hmm. who when she's around my other family members the question comes up from some of the rude ones like when are you going to lose the weight what because they feel like she's getting health issues because she's gained some weight are you serious and i can see her entire body like shrink up she's just mortified and when are you going to lose the weight yes and so that's not a, like a, a conversation that everybody else is having. Now it's something directed right at you, and you have to give an answer. It feels like an aggression. How, well, yes, but when how are do you, you going to lose the weight? Instead of having a fight there, though, how do you tiptoe around that when somebody is asking you a direct question? I mean, there's something called a sense of humor, right? So that's the key out of everything. Right. To laugh it out. Because 
an aggression like when you're going to lose the weight or you don't look good this year, you don't look whatever. When you're going to have a baby. Yeah, that and yeah. all of those things when it hurts your feelings. The best is to spin it with a laugh yeah. and never answer. My mother used to always ask me when I was going to have a baby because I was about 31 when I had my daughter. But uh-huh. in our culture, that's old. And my sister had already had kids, so she would always be like, well, when are you going to make me a grandma? I'm like, you, you're a grandma. You've been a grandma twice. <laughs> you have two grandkids already. When are you going to get off my back? That's when right. are you going to stop dyeing your hair that unnatural <laughs> shade of purple? Like, you can ask a question right back. I wouldn't be as aggressive as I am, but I think, like you said, with humor, deflect, really? deflect, deflect, deflect. De- deflect because, you know, life is, is beautiful. La vie est belle, and those family dinners can be great. And and yeah. just spin around the aggression. Make some spin. A little, little sense of humor. I, I would tell Sarah, you know, if the questions come to you like, hey, you know what? The political climate is so crazy right now, but all I can think about is how good these mashed potatoes are and gravy. Do you have a recipe? Redirect the conversation. That's a good advice. Deflection yeah, and exactly. redirection. A redirection. <laughs> it helps avoid arguments. I always say this when you're a mother to a lot of things with your kids is deflecting and redirecting. But what if your grandma said you're cooking socks, Angie? You invited everybody this year. Oh, yes, I did. So then what? Can I tell you about um, when we come back? I want to tell you about one of the things that I have to deal with. Yeah. With grandma. In particular, because she's the one that's very... I know, she's very, a character. But she has this attitude of like, hey, I'm 150 years old, I can say whatever I want. She doesn't <laughs> care. We care, but um, good luck to Sarah. Yes, Sarah. I would Keep say. Keep your cool. Keep your cool, deflect, and redirect. Yeah, exactly. And make keep it positive, light and fluffy, right? Enjoy the mashed potatoes. Okay, more of The Rendezvous when we come back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, and relationships. We just read an email from Sarah talking about, you know, how to handle yourself during the holidays because we're all about to be at that dinner table, right? Mm -hmm. And somebody's going to bring up something that everybody goes, oh, boy, here we go. And I've mentioned before that for the first time ever, um, my mom, her husband, and my 83-year-old Serbian, very honest grandmother, Um, will be in my home for the holidays for three days. Now, my grandmother has the I've been on this earth long enough to say whatever I want attitude. Okay. Um, The last time she stayed at my home, she screamed at me because I did not have enough dirt in my potted plant. I put dirt in it as soon as she left. She called me every day to make sure that I did dirt my plant. Um, Every morning at at least 630, Mm -hmm. uh, she would scream from the kitchen, Angel, come make a coffee, and like wake me up every day. You're that's, that's how. I, yes, uh, yeah, even yeah, though yeah. I taught her every day how to use a Keurig, it's a Keurig. <laughs> Just put the thing in the thing, and you shut it and push. Boom, done. But no, I have to make it for her. I adore this woman more than anyone in my life, except for my husband and my daughter. <laughs> She's my everything, but she drives me insane. So. It's going to be a struggle for me. It is going to be fun. Do you have any relatives like that that are just brutally honest? Like, no filter. There is no filter. No, my parents have a lot of filters. Yeah. So none of that ever happens. It's just... You're a lucky person. Yeah, very calm. No no fights at the dinner table. Almost never. Oh, I got to invite Simon over for Christmas dinner. You're going to see a whole new dynamic. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good idea. Well, hopefully um, your holiday dinner goes smooth. Yes. And there are no fists thrown. Uh, More of the rendezvous. Simon, when we come back, let's play our favorite game. Date or or dump. dump. That's next on the rendezvous.
You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Emails, we take them for advice at simonandangie.com. Love dating romance. We're going to play our favorite game right now, Date or Or Dump. dump. This is somebody with an email question. It's black and white. Like, should I keep dating them or should I dump them, basically, Mm -hmm. is a question. I love this one, Simon, coming from Jen. She's listening in Fort Smith, Arkansas on B98. She said, I met a guy at a bar. And through talking, I figured out that he's my boss's son. I don't know if I should continue to date him because if things go wrong, it might be bad. And I love my job. What do you guys think I should do? Yee, that's a hard one, especially if you're super into someone. Boy, you're talking about lo- the difference between love and paying your rent. No, I mean, wait a minute there. Um, I think, uh, and I'm a romantic, that Jen should definitely continue to date him if he's a good guy. And take a chance at love. I mean, we're not talking about dating the boss himself. We're talking about the boss son. But what if something goes wrong in this relationship the, the bo- and the boss is obviously... I don't think he's going to fire her. You can't be her. biased. You, yeah, but he could treat her a different type of way. Well, but... He, you know, like things could be worse for her at work. You, yeah, but I agree. But you can't leave in fear of things that maybe, maybe, maybe when it's about love. I think if Jenna's... If the guy's great... And she likes him. I said, go for it, Jen, and see how it goes. Because he could also be the man of your life. And I don't want you to miss a chance on that. I think you should take his lead, the boyfriend's lead on it. Ask him, how do you feel your father would react to us dating since I'm his employee? Do you think this is a good idea if you're being honest? I would take his lead. Um, If he's like, yeah, my dad will fly off the handle. Maybe you know better. but So date, but I would really talk about it. All right. I, I say date and, and enjoy. Okay. Date and enjoy and be careful. Enjoy carefully. Enjoy carefully, yes. <laughs> More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love dating, romance, relationships, all the realness that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon Marcel, our French romantic, is here. Hello, my love. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor, and you are by far the American beauty realist. Oh, ma. Well, thank you. Yes. And I love that we're here for all the advice tonight. Sometimes people like to leave a voicemail mm-hmm. rather than be on the air, and that's okay, too. We'll answer your uh, advice questions if you want to leave a voicemail, 855. 855- 905-8255. I want to get to one right now, Simon. Yep. Um, this comes to us from Norwalk, Iowa. Um, listening on now 105.1 in Des Moines. Here is Alan. Mm-hmm. Hi, guys. Uh, I just wanted to ask you a question about a relationship that I have been in for the last two years. Uh, I, I'm with this woman, and she's just not as sensitive as I am generally. Um, she's not an overwhelmingly like, you know, caring, compassionate person. She's not horrible. She's, you know, she just doesn't have that the same sort of sensitivity that I, I do. And it's created some, you know, tension relationships and some difficulties. And, you know, I wanted to ask if that's normal, you know, or should I stay in this relationship? It's really hard when you're not with someone who's nurturing in the right way. You know, she just tends to be a little bit cold. Um, you know, I w- I've been struggling through some health problems, and she's not always there for me like I like I need her to be. So, yeah, I guess that's my question. I just want to know if if I should stay with this person or I should find somebody who's a little bit more compassionate. Thanks, guys. Mm. 
Well, thanks, mm-hmm. Alan. That's a tough one. But, um, you know, Simon, we were talking, uh, was it yesterday or the day before, about the love languages, right? Yeah, the five love languages. Yes. And clearly, Alan's love language is the touch, the physical touch. Mm-hmm. And he's not getting it from his girl. And he's wondering if it's normal. Well, I feel like it's normal for her. You know, some people are not physical or Touchy affectionate. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. like maybe you grew up in a household that way where you were not loved, hug, kiss. It wasn't like a physical home or it's just not your thing. Um, he's wondering if he should move on. I feel like if that's what you need in a relationship and you're with somebody that it's just not their thing, I don't know how that can work. But, Simon, what do you think? No, I kind of agree with what you're saying, Angie. I think that uh, each of us have a different way of loving those yeah. five languages. And so hers is different than yours, Alan. And you don't seem to be happy. You said you had some health issues and she was not really there for you. I didn't like that. That's uh, not that's, good at all. No, that's not a sign. Because, I mean, loving is caring. So yes. if somebody's sick and there's no, your partner is not really there for you. Yeah, we don't have our mommies to give us chicken soup and, you know, when we're adults and be there for us. It's supposed to be. We have each other. Each other, yeah. right. The person you're in a relationship with. So I just lean on the side that maybe it's time to end this. And for you to match with somebody who gives you what you need and you'll give her what she needs. Right. It's not against even your girlfriend uh, about the fact she's not touchy. That's, That's who she is. Absolutely. But you need to feel loved you, and you yes, don't feel it. And happy. And you have every right in a relationship to ask for what you need to feel loved in that relationship. True. And But it's interesting. The person is, a, is somebody who's going to give you what you want or cannot. Right. I, I think in that case, Angie, that's why you made such a good point. If somebody doesn't have it in her or him to touch or be touched or be close like that, you can't change them. No, you cannot. And we have to respect that too. And it, you go your separate ways. And, and exactly. You're so not I mean, a match. No. At and the it's end okay. of the day, and it's okay. And you know what, Alan? We wish you uh, better health First. and a better love in the future as well. Absolutely. You know, don't worry about it. You know, so the next one will be better. Yes. Good luck to you. And thanks so much for listening to The Rendezvous and calling in. More with Simon and Angie when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we just had this uh, voicemail that was left. Alan talking about how he's been in this relationship and he just wants some more affection, physical, like touch, hugs, loves, kisses. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily ooh-la-la, just mm-hmm. some tenderness and he's not getting. He's getting something cold. And, you know, you brought up a good thing when we were talking about it off the air about it doesn't mean either is wrong, but is he not asking for what he needs Um, Sometimes you have to be very forthright and say, hey, this isn't working for me the way that you show love. This is what I need. And she has every right to say, hey, I I don't do it like that. That makes me uncomfortable or that's not how I do it. And then you go your separate ways. Have you ever been in a relationship where you kept trying to, I guess, push a square peg into a round hole and making that person something that they're not? I tried. I have a story there, Angie. I remember dating this uh, woman. And at night, during the bed, she would want to cuddle, and I just couldn't. I like to... Spread out and relax. Well, at least I just can't. It just makes me too hot to have somebody on me while I sleep. My husband's the same way. And so it it was a struggle, and she said, and it's not working out. You're not giving me what I need at night. And I said, I I don't think I can. I said, it hurts my shoulders. You're uncomfortable then. Yeah, I said, and she said, can we try position this? I said, I just can't fall asleep with somebody on me. Right. You know, that's and and I've learned from that day, Angie, that, you know, you are as you are. And if it's not naturally fine, there's nothing you can do about this kind of thing. And you can't sacrifice your comfortable 
for someone else is comfortable. You can't. Right? I mean, you have to be honest about what you need and what makes you comfortable and either deal with it or understand that you can't and move on. Exactly. And I think that's what, you know, we were trying to tell Alan. So hopefully he does the right thing. Uh, yeah. it's, it's a great story. It's a great example. I mean, there's a lot of little things, but there's a lot of big things. I mean, that's a relationship killer at night. Totally. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, more to check out on uh, the rendezvous when we come back with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, our French romantic, not just on The Rendezvous, <laughs> not just on, I mean, you're everywhere. You are on radio. You are on TV, yes. the FYI channel True. for In Bed with Simon, and you are on print. You're in OK Magazine. Um, I was on a plane the other day, the November issue. I got all my gossip magazines, <laughs> and there's my French baguette right there. <laughs> they call you the love doc in this one. Thank and you're you. dishing out holiday in this episode, or this issue, I should say. You're dishing out holiday love advice. People had questions for you in here. Yeah, and just a quick note. When people ask me, how did you get you know, chosen by OK Magazine? I was interviewed in New York, and they have asked me, I think, like 50 questions about three years ago. 50 questions. And I answered the 50 questions orally like that, right? Okay. And I guess they like the like, answer So enough. they were just asking you about loud, like... Uh, like relationship questions. And to see how you would answer. Yeah, 50. Wow. Yeah, so... You must have been exhausted felt after like that. like a student at the you time. You felt like you were going through a divorce or something. Like, this is too much drama. I felt, I felt like in high school. <laughs> like I was, you know, graduating or something in relationships. Well, I love that OK made it about, you know, holiday questions this time around. Yes. And I have a question, Angie, that, that I really want to ask you. Okay. Uh, you know, there, there's some questions I said, I wonder what Angie would think and, and answer to that one. Okay. There's one about the holidays that I think very intriguing and interesting for cool. people to know what a woman answer would be. Cause, a woman's you know, answer. Okay, yeah, a woman's great. answer because I'm a guy and so I answer oh, differently. I can't wait to hear what this is. So when we come back, we'll get to the questions um, from OK Magazine, the November issue. Yes. On Stands Now with <laughs> Simon Marcel, our French romantic, when we come back on The Rendezvous. Welcome back. It's the rendezvous. Hi. You can tell I still have a cold. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, our French romantic. I yes. was on the plane with my OK magazine, and there you are. The love <laughs> doc expert, Simon Marcel, answers your relationship questions. And this November issue that's on stands right now is everybody asking not just regular love advice, they're asking holiday-themed love yes. advice, which is perfect for yeah, right now. Exactly. And there's one question. There's many questions. There's one, Angie. I wanted to ask you and get a woman's perspective on that question. And here's the question. Okay. Angie, what's a good holiday present to give someone you've only just started dating? Mm. A holiday present to give someone you've only just started dating. Well, I, I definitely wouldn't do anything too expensive. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I'm not buying anybody a watch that I just started dating, right? Mm -hmm. But if you just started dating someone, let's say you've been on five, ten dates, okay? You're still new. Yeah. But you've talked enough to know their interests, to know what sports teams they like, uh, if they like books, what kind of music they like. I would do something like... Um, for instance, Simon, with you, mm -hmm. um, I know you're really into ping pong. I am. I know you're French. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of things about you. I know the cologne you wear. 
Um, <laughs> so I would do something maybe ping pong related. Is there a ping pong club in your neighborhood? I mean, they have them almost everywhere now. Maybe get him a gift certificate to that. It's something that he loves. So it shows that you were really thinking of him. Um, and something he'll use. Right. And so it is personal, but kind of not too serious. You're not getting him a gold-plated ping-pong paddle that says, I love you, Simon. You're getting him, <laughs> you know, the lightweight version of it. Right. Or, you know, something cute Parisian, like, his. you know, you're from France, maybe uh, uh, the new French restaurant in town, I would take us to dinner there. So I would make it very personal, but not too sentimental, not too lovey. What advice did you give in that column? I want to know. Well, well, I thought it was the exact same thing you said, Angie. Stop. I said something you know. Because I didn't read it. I didn't no, read you it did not. Time. I'm the I even witness. stopped on the plane because I knew that we would bring these up on the air and I wanted it to be fresh. I, I know it's true. And I said something for sure he or she wants to have or try. You know, for instance, you know, if your partner likes to read, give them, you know, a book, a new book. Uh, and then I if, love books as gifts, by the way. Right. Love them. Me too. You can find anything that they're interested in or, you know, if they love certain celebrities, find their uh, biography or whatever it is. I love books as gifts. The second, the second advice I gave is to be more practical. You can always go practical. So we are in Chicago mm -hmm. and it's getting cold. And if you know your partner suffers or doesn't have a, a nice pair of gloves or a hat, just give them something practical they will wear and love because they need it. I love that. Right? That's so a great idea. That was option two. Practical, but not too practical. Um, so like you said, gloves, hat, it could be a really nice gift. But if you go practical in the way of here's a vacuum cleaner, well, yeah, everybody could use a vacuum cleaner, <laughs> but you don't get somebody a vacuum cleaner, right? No, unless it's so a Dyson. Right. Well, a Dyson is now we're talking romance. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, if yeah. I asked my husband for a Dyson one year, legit, I asked him for Christmas. I think it was last year. I said, I want a new Dyson. He's like, I am not getting you a vacuum for Christmas. I'm like, but I'm asking for but, it. And he's like, still, because everybody's going to say, what did you get from Jason? I'll be like, I got a new Dyson. And they'll be like, oh, my God. You Hi, know, Wilma Flintstone. Can I tell you a story? I gave a Dyson to my last girlfriend. She loved it. I wanted one. I mean, so. He's like, I'll get you a Dyson just on a Tuesday. Well, I'm not getting it for a holiday or something. <laughs> and, then, and then finally I said, you know, the other option was to, you can never go romantic enough and going to a restaurant that the person with the type of food your partner loves. This right? is crazy that we said almost the exact same thing. Yeah. So, but, well, I mean, that's why we're together, Angie. You know, we feel the world of romance almost on the same vision. Can I put it out there? Yeah. I, I never got my Dyson and so, you know, like Christmas is coming, so, <laughs> Simon. Understood. Since my husband won't give me a Dyson... Are, are you sure? Because if I go Dyson, I don't want to have trouble I with Jason. Love a you got me an amazing birthday gift that was really beautiful and lovely, and I wear it every day. And it's not a Dyson, by it's the way. It's not a Dyson. It's <laughs> gorgeous. My husband was actually jealous. He's like, oh, great. Now I got to one-up him. Um, <laughs> it was beautiful. So now you can go practical for Christmas. How about okay, that? All right. Do I have to get you eight gifts because you're Jewish? It's Hanukkah. Um, uh, but yes. it's small, right? Like a bag whatever of Kit Kats. You, whatever or you like. <laughs> Okay, so when we come back, more of The Rendezvous. Always make sure that you check out Simon and OK Magazine, Thank by you, the way. Yes. On newsstands now. Thank you so much for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. If you missed anything, you can hear back on all our topics from tonight at simonandangie.com. We got podcasts up there. Mm -hmm. Simon's ex reached out for help. Hmm. That started our show tonight. That was very interesting. Uh -huh. How far do you go to help an ex without going 
to a place where they think, oh, it's back on. Mm-hmm. There's a fine line you got to walk there. Also, good holiday presents for someone you just started dating. Um, and then Alan's voicemail about his girlfriend who is not at all compassionate. Um, and he needed help. Like, should I stay or should I go on that? Basically, Simon, you had your Simon Says. Thanks, Angie. I said asking for what you want in a relationship isn't needy. It's necessary. If you're in a relationship with somebody who doesn't genuinely give you what you want, it's not going to work out. Yeah. You can't stay forever with somebody who doesn't make you happy. No. Just can't. And you can't force somebody to change for the nature of the way of they course. treat you. Just not but possible. you just have to speak up. Just That's speak it. up, really. Yeah, absolutely. The Simon says you always have a nugget of wisdom throughout the show. Thank you. Um, and we always post those online. I feel like I, I envision people in at work printing out your Simon says as like, you know, um, inspiration boards and taping them on the wall. So if you ever want to see the Simon says and things like that from the show, um, Simon and Angie also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we post all those sorts of things. Yeah. All things rendezvous, all things ooh la la. And Angie's too. You have some great thoughts there too. You'll you'll check it out. SimonAngie.com. There's some great thoughts you put there too. So not just mine. Every now and then, Simon. <laughs> even the dog even the sun shines on a dog's booty, isn't that what they say? They don't say it like that, but I'm trying to clean it up for the show. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. More of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie tomorrow. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.